Hello and welcome back to the Manifesting Your Soulmate podcast. This is Jacob Rakowski and Megan Rakowski. And today we want to talk to you about the third reason why people don't manifest their soulmate, and that is fear. So, Megan, what are some fears that people might run into? You met, maybe you meet your soulmate, or maybe you're hearing this information. Wherever you might be, we can guarantee you one thing. If you've never been somewhere before, fear of the unknown is going to creep in. So what are some of the fears that people might run into and what are some ways that they can overcome these fears? So some of the fears that um, we see typically is first the fear of being happy. So what would your life be like if all of a sudden everything was just good? <laughs> a lot of a lot of the time people are scared of that because it's such a paradigm shift. It's such a different way of living to just be happy all the time and, you know, not be suffering, not, not complaining about your partner, not, you know, having some sort of drama or issue in your life. So fear can come up around that because it's a new stage in your life. It's a new situation for you to go into. Um, there also might be fear of opening up, allowing yourself to fully be vulnerable. Yeah. Be seen, be fully committed, be, you know, in a relationship with another human and, you know, share your life with them and experience such a high level of connection because that in itself could be scary because there's, you know, maybe some parts of you that you don't know would be lovable or that you don't want to share, or there might be some parts of you that you have to conquer, like things like, you know, your ego or, you know, you don't want to say sorry or take responsibility or have honest conversations. Or be wrong. Yeah, yeah, whatever it might be. So fear may show up in that. And I think the best way to kind of um, explain how to reduce that is probably if you explain the terror barrier and what that what that looks like. Mm. So the terror barrier is something that it's just a name for what's going to happen to you. You don't need to focus on the name whatsoever. But basically what happens when you get in a new situation and you say you want something and you've dreamed about it and you've and you've convinced yourself that you deserve it and you want it you're going to have to ultimately take that step into the unknown you're going to have to step before the stair is even there not fully knowing what result your action is going to produce not fully knowing what's on the other side of that door when you walk through but you've just got to have faith that the universe is good and that you are absolutely loved. And I want to bring this back to the topic we talked about on the podcast before this, and that was self-love. See, a lot of people can be very, very fearful of what's going to happen when I'm authentic. What's going to happen when I really show up as me, when I really love the parts of myself that I don't even like, what is somebody else going to think of that? And the most beautiful, the most powerful, the most memorable people in all of history were people who they showed up authentically. They showed up as themselves and they thought differently and they were ahead of their time. And they risked rejection and they risked the fear of being unaccepted by large groups of people. But because they were willing and brave enough to do that, they lived a life and they're now talked about among the greats of history, they lived a life that nobody else had the courage to live. And if you ask people who have lived an entire life what their number one regret is, it's living a life that somebody else um, 
not living the life that was true to them, but living a life that somebody else expected them to live. So these all tie in together, but ultimately fear does not exist for you if you love yourself. Fear is still going to be there, but it's not going to overpower you. Fear is, I, I, I'm going to take back what I said. Fear is a real thing for all of us. Your relationship with it changes by your ability to identify, oh, this is fear coming up. And then just really kind of step outside of that fear for a second and just be a fly on the wall and watch yourself and just really ask yourself some questions. Is this even rational? You know, why do I have this fear? Oh, this is why I have that fear. That doesn't make any sense at all. Why am I getting all freaked out about this? And then you can kind of get your center back by not letting your fears and your your programs begin to take you over. And I want to clarify something I said on the last episode as well to bring this all together. One of the things I shared on the last episode was that ego is suffering. And I don't want to create a miscommunication whatsoever in that at all, because there's there's some people out there that say, you know, you can't have an ego, you know, you got to be all, all your, your soul, your spirit, blah, 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 blah. And I'm here to tell you guys that there needs to be a healthy balance. If you're going to be a successful person, if you're going to have a successful career, if you're going to be a person that's involved in your community and the world, you absolutely need to have a good ego, a healthy ego. But you don't let your ego and fear and your programs be in the driver's seat. You have a healthy relationship with their role in your life, but ultimately your heart your soul, and your values make the decisions for you while your ego is and your personality is just who you are and how you show up in the world. But having a healthy center in your heart, in your soul, loving yourself, and just understanding what some of the fears are that may come up are going to help you navigate through them effectively. And the thing that pulls you through onto the other side of fear is faith. Faith in love. Trust love. Trust that the universe absolutely has your back. Have a divine experience. Close your eyes, as we mentioned in the last episode, and throughout your day, just feel love within you and begin to develop a relationship with life. Begin to stop and notice the little things. Begin to look into the sky. Begin to breathe deeper and begin to become aware of the fact that Life desires to bless you more than you desire to be blessed. And if anything happens in your life, it's for a reason. So even though fear is a part of life, and even though fear is something that's going to come up for every single person, it's about having faith and knowing that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay and you're going to be absolutely perfect. Yeah, and... What I want to uh, discuss is what actually happens when you kind of hit a terror barrier and and how it may show up in your life. So for example, one of the big things that I faced in this category was fear of commitment because I was just the type of person that I wanted to be perfect. And so in my strive for perfection, I found it really hard to commit to anything because then I would have to be all in. And if I wasn't perfect, then that meant that I wasn't perfect. <laughs> if if I wasn't committed, I could always run away and, and blame the other person or blame the situation or, you know, I was too good for this or whatever it was. So by buckling down and staying committed, 
it was really bringing up a level of fear for me. And so I had to work with a mentor of ours in order to release some of that um, perfectionism, some of that fear around that. And how it showed up for me in our relationship was we had a period of time where I felt like, you know, like crazy. (laughs) I was like not a nice person. I was like angry. I was like, I felt like a victim. Like I, I would, um, like as you know, most people know I'm from Canada and we moved like Jacob's from America. So I moved my whole life down there and I, I kept playing this victim mentality of, you know, I gave up everything for you to come here. Why aren't you doing this for me? Or why, why is our relationship like this? And that was all programs that were running in my mind, trying to, you know, explain the situation and protect me because I was too afraid to be like, you know, I committed to this. I'm coming here. I'm doing this. And Jacob doesn't owe me for anything. Like this is what a relationship is. It's give and take. And we're, you know, here figuring this out together. Um, so that's where fear showed up. And, you know, you may feel a whole bunch of different things. You may feel very sensitive. You may feel just very like angry, itchy, emotional, whatever it is. And, when you can come into those realizations that you're having that emotion, it just means that you're breaking through something. And once you break through that fear, your whole life opens up. You know, you have all these different amazing things that can happen to you. And it's an incredible situation to live a life when you, when you cross the fear barrier, because you're really conquering something that would have prevented you from living the life that you want to live. Absolutely. And ultimately, fear is desire, your desire to say the same, your desire to stay the same is greater than your desire to have something different. So look at your life right now, and your life might be great. But ask yourself, you know, what do I have to lose? Ultimately, fear is self sabotage stepping in and telling you, you know, you don't deserve better. You know, this is the way life has always been. This is the way it's always going to be. And if you step forward, you're probably just going to fail anyways. So you've really got to know inside of yourself, what are you worth? All of these tie together. What are you worth? And when fear comes up, being able to step outside of your body just a little bit, like a fly on the wall, and understand this statement right here. When you're upset about something, you're not upset about that situation. You're upset about something much deeper than that situation. The situation that you're in reminded you of something within yourself that maybe you don't love yet or you haven't forgiven yourself for, or maybe you're blaming this person and making them out to be some person from your past. And that's where fear and self-sabotage and all of this stuff comes in. And just getting present and understanding that if you're with a good person, if you're with a person that you really trust and you really love, know that they're not trying to hurt you. They're not trying to, you know, do anything bad to you, but you're going to have these things that come up, especially in the initial stages of manifesting your soulmate, dating and coming together, that, that they activate you and you, strong emotion comes up around that. And in those moments, it's not to fly off the handle and blame the other person and get all crazy about, you know, what they did and so on and so forth, because 90% of the situation is not even about them. It's about something that you're 
assuming or overplaying or overreacting to in your head and you're making them out to be a really, really bad person mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So fear can come up in so, so many different ways. Fear of commitment, um, fear of being happy, fear of things changing, fear of the unknown. There's so many different fears that you can come across in manifesting your soulmate because you're going somewhere you've never gone before. You're letting your soul be bare before a person that you're still learning about and getting to know. And I say Megan and I really know each other super well. We've been together literally 24 seven for 14, what has it been? 14 plus months now or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still learn new stuff about each other every single day. And it's scary. There's, there's no way of getting around that. You're going to a new level. And when you become uh, aligned and in the life of your soulmate, your life is never, ever going to be the same. But the antidote for fear is trusting love. You've got to trust love always and understand that when fear comes up, you can just talk to yourself like almost like you're almost like you're a mentor to yourself. You say, hey, look, I know you have fear right now. You don't need to. I understand you're trying to protect me, but it's okay. Trust me. I really want this. I feel safe. I feel okay in comforting yourself. Some other things that help is speaking with a mentor. You know, in the first several months of our relationship, we had regular meetings with a mentor of ours, um, a spiritual mentor, a business mentor, and a person that has a very uh, strong and successful, happy, passionate marriage still after 20 years. And we were able to guide ourselves and navigate through some of the initial challenges that a lot of people have when they come together by over-communication, by true honesty, not blaming each other, not making the other person wrong, clearly communicating, forgiving, um, and being willing to, no matter what happened that day, love the person that you go to bed next to every single night and just say, you know what? I know you didn't mean that. I love you. I'm grateful for you. And continuing to adapt and continuing to get better in learning, you know, what is it that sets them off? Okay, I need to change this communication style a little bit differently. What is it that bothers me? Okay, I need to look within myself and see, is this really something that they're doing or is this my personal issue? So do you have anything else before we close, Megan? No, I think that was perfect. Absolutely. So this is a topic that you continue to evolve through over and over and over again. And there is no growth outside of fear. There is no growth outside of fear. So when you run into fear, just say, hey, I'm going somewhere I've never gone before. I'm growing. I'm stepping into a new level. Instead of letting your mind play all these horrific uh, movie clips of what could go wrong or what could go bad, trust love, have faith, and absolutely know that everything happening in your life, past, present, and future is absolutely perfect.